Hello and welcome to December 2018 edition of Mac Podcast. We have the special edition, which is the Wales Comic Con that happened on the 1st and 2nd of December. So this month we'll have uh, two interviews for you and then we'll discuss the news that's been happening and then we're going on to the a brief end of year thank you to say to the viewers. So anyway, let's get on with this and let's get on to the... F- first of two interviews recorded at Wales Comic Con. Hello, uh, we're here at uh, Wales Comic Con and it's the second day, so I'm here with, if you could give a um, hello and what your name is. Hi, I'm Ricky from Round Square Studios. Um, now, if anyone's remembered, we actually interviewed you back in uh, April, so you're the second, the first person to be interviewed twice. So that's kind of a cool thing, so yay. Uh, first question is, is uh, well, how things been in when you came development-wise? Um, it's been a really good uh, year. Well, I say year, it was April, so that's yeah. been, a, <laughs> been a full year. But um, so yeah, at the time of last interview, I was pretty much at the tail end of my master's. Um, so that was I was part-time in the company at that point. Um, so now I'm full-time, which is great. And we've been working on a new game called Warriors of Ragnarok. So that's, that's been really interesting to do, because it's something different. Um, before we were making Beyond Not Reach, which was a platformer. Um, and now Warriors of Ragnarok is a more of a strategy game. So tower defense. Ready. So it's an interesting change and yeah at the moment we're actually about to release it um, so we're releasing it next week um, so it'll be going into early access on Steam I literally you, you answered loads of questions right, in one clean go so it's kind of fun um, I say where did the I mean you're here promoting Warriors of Ragnarok now can you just give it like a brief description or more detailed description of what it is yeah. Warriors of uh, Ragnarok is a top down tower defense game um, set with a Norse theme so the idea is you've got to take over all your towers in the map, and because it's no steam, we have nine realms to play with. Um, so the player will play as Midgard, um, and the, there's a potential up to eight other opponents in the map. Um, so the one we've got with us today only has one opponent in it, um, to just keep it simple for the event, but um, the future plans is to have some map with all eight opponents in it, so it'll just be a full-on skirmish. So when you say like it's um, eight characters, and obviously you've got one on the show now, is it, do they come out one each level, or is it, as you progress through the game, there's one bad guy, or then there's, uh, and then the level 10 would be two different types of bad guys? And so yeah, it's as you progress, so yeah, some levels might only have one in it, um, some might have like three or four, um, and it'll vary level to level how much we put in, um, the idea is we can constantly increase that challenge. Um, uh, where did the idea for Warriors of Ragnarok come from originally? Um, it's a few things. We wanted to experiment with strategy games a little bit. Um, but our strategy games can be generally quite big, complex um, games. So we wanted to sort of keep things fairly simple, something that we could we could personally make fast. Um, so we just essentially looked at things like StarCraft um, and other strategy games. Thought, how can we sort of really distill this down into a really simple form? Um, and then we just focused on that. And I thought it was just sort of evolution after evolution. And then you ended up making a tower defense game. Yeah. Yeah. What's been the biggest difficulty? You made a platform before. What's been the biggest difficulty making an HP strategy game? Um, I think it's been a few things. Um, one, the art style. Because um, now the camera is top down, it's, you know, it's how do you display things where play, maybe not be able to see certain things. Or, and so from a performance perspective, 
it's, you know, now we're playing by a different rule set of what we can do and can't, or what we can get away with. Um, as an example, um, the style we've gone with um, is essentially one texture for everything. Um, so every model is pulling from this one texture. Um, so that's had its own challenges of how do you, you know, make it look good but while having this amazing optimization. Um, so it's trying to find a really nice so middle ground. It's not like something you just go pull off the internet and you've got to try and tweak it just a little bit to make it look slightly different. Yeah, so it's, it's trying to make it look good whilst maintaining as much optimization as we can. Um, from my perspective as the programmer, um, AI has been the most um, challenging part. Um, so it's not just like, you know, oh, just walk around. It's getting a, an AI player picking, like, okay, should you attack that tower or that tower? What's best for this tower? You know, it's all these sort of questions that you've now got to think about. Yeah, you've got, to tell, you've got to tell the AI that, okay, what's that question? That kind of that's like, where would people be able to get this? If they're interested, it sounds like some of their interest. Because I'm actually, I love my top, my power defense game. I can play on the my phone, so it's like that. So where would, where can people buy this if they're interested? So at the moment, it'll be it's only on Steam. Um, and it'll be going to early access next week. So from then on, um, it's uh, £5.19p. Um, or uh, $6.99. That's clever. You, that's clever. You can think of dollars. Like, do the maths that. Be like, oh, that's the main one. Um, so yeah, from that, it'll be on Steam. Um, that's the main market we're focusing on at the moment. Um, those Switch or something, we're sort of debating or heavily at the moment. So that's sort of do it. Do it. <laughs> I've got a Switch like yeah. an I actually love it. It's my favourite toy. So, so yeah. If if we, if anyone on the Switch now knows this and they go like they're interested, it's. Push it to try and get on the switch. Kind of push it, not not wink wink. Everyone's saying do not switch. We will try and sort it out. Nintendo, you hear that? You've got a game on your hands, right? Hey, what's the team plan for 2019? Is it is it working on Warrior Ragnarok, or you've got other ideas that are coming up? Um, at the moment, yeah, it's mainly Warriors and boosted to client work that starts to come around. Um, so the client work is just to fund making the game. So it's. Um, at the moment, that's our main plan, um, though it won't be the full year, unless it does end up being. Um, but there's a few other things we want to experiment with, such as um, the Android market. We're looking at that side of things, maybe um, how well can we utilize that, um, if we can. So it's, it's a few things we're sort of pondering ideas with. Um, I think the next game we make probably another strategy game. Um, this has been a lot more enjoyable than our past stuff, so we've probably will stick in this sort of realm. Um, I've just seen that you want to put up an Android. Do you think the Android market is a little bit saturated with, with how it depends? Do you think, or do you think yours be a, a difference in the way? Um, I think Sorry, because I've looked on a lot of markets now, and there's lots of how it depends. I play on my phone as much as I can, sort of. But there's like, there's a lot of choice. What would be, what would you say to someone who's listening now and thinking, I want to get that, what makes it sound out? I think simplicity is our main key. Also, I haven't seen many Norse games on the Android market, so that might be something that yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, we're here at Wales Comic Con. Have you a chance to check out anything else? Or I've just been stuck in the, uh, as you can probably, I'm not sure if you can hear the gaming area, which is actually quite loud. <laughs> Um, so have you had a chance to check anything else in Wales Comic Con out there? Um, I haven't had much chance unfortunately. Um, I've had a bit of a walk around but other than that, other than getting food, <laughs> I haven't had much chance unfortunately. I mean I, I, I got food myself and I just like, 
yeah, the, the marquee, the main hall where everything is, is packed. I can't even get in, so I'm just gonna just stay around here all day and be the marquee area and maybe check out the wrestling show afterwards and see what happens. Um, so I'll finish with asking um, what I asked before, probably the same sort of vein is. Um, Someone's listened and they're thinking, oh, I want to make a game, what would you recommend starting with? Is it the same answer before or have you learned more from last time? Um, I think it'd be a similar answer. Uh, I just can't remember exactly what I said. I, I can't remember myself, so I'll try and, I'm trying to remember myself. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be similar. It's essentially just do it, just get on it. Um, I think it's one of those things of, especially with all the tools now, being mostly being free, like Unreal, Unity, CryEngine, they're all free. You know, I did not know they're all free actually. So, you know, you can get your hands on them now, um, and there'll always be some other alternative if you're not maybe say, do I use Unreal or Unity? There's um, a lot of free things that are, you know, worst case, trials. Yeah, they always offer a trial, so um, it's definitely industry, if you're interested, you know, start looking online, YouTube videos. There's, I mean, from personal experience, on YouTube, there's thousands and thousands of videos on Unreal that will teach you how to do, like, really simple things with everything and anything. I mean, Unreal themselves, again, this is from personal experience of going through it, um, Unreal do weekly live streams and they'll teach something about the engine or they'll have um, playlists of just teaching like how shaders work in the engine or, you know, there's, you know, I can't say I can't speak for the other engines, I imagine they do have some of things, but, you know, there's a lot of resources available, all for free, so it's definitely something, you know, I was saying, like we say now, so they do like uh, live streams of Unreal. Is it would that be a kind of negative thing? If you're starting, someone's starting now, just now, and they're, they're going to jump straight into live stream. Live stream could be years and years above ahead where they are. Is there, you know, if there's a way to just uh, listen to or go back to them? Yeah, they're, they're all on YouTube, um, so you can catch back up with them. And every week, it's not a sort of progressive thing. It's very sort of this week will be on, uh, let's say, how to make a third-person shooter. For example, and it'd be like just looking at very small parts of it. The week after might be how to make a top-down tower defense game. <laughs> you know, it's very like they're really hone in on something. Um, or, for example, how to get steam integration to work. Like, granted, that's maybe a bit more advanced, but it's those sort. Of, it's just a topic that they want to talk about at the time. Um, so it's very, um, yeah, it's not progressive, but it's definitely something you can jump in and out of if you please. Oh, I just want to say thank you very much for taking your time. I know you've um, got people who want to play the game and are probably wondering what to do. So I'm going to get back to them. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for the interview and uh, enjoy the rest of your World Comic Con. Thank you very much. Thank you. Again, thank you for those people over at Red Square Studios for taking the time to be interviewed. It was uh, a lot of cool uh, information. And if you were, guys, don't forget to follow them on their social medias through Red Square uh, Studios on the Facebooks and on the Twitters and all that social media stuff. So, that's one done. We've got another one for you coming right up. So let's get it started. So I'm here at Wales Comic Con with, if you can just say who you are, and uh, we're here cosplaying as. My name's Catherine, and I'm cosplaying Rumple Teaser from the Musical Cats. Uh, so I'm just going to say, what made you start cosplaying in the beginning? I started cosplaying in the July of 2015 when um, I'd never heard of, never I'd heard of it before, but never really had the time to go to it. And then when I was home in 2015, over like the summer of my after my first year of uni, I thought I need something to do over the summer, something to look forward to, have fun with. 
heard of Manchester, Manchester MCM, went there and ever since then I've not looked back and I've been doing it ever since. I've been to Wales Comic Con now, this is my third time this year, came in December last year for the first time, came in April this year and I've been in again, the most cost, the most I've spent on a cosplay is the one I'm wearing now, my Rumpelteaser cosplay, she cost a total of 265 to have made for me, including the wig, the warmers, everything. Um, the makeup itself that I'm wearing now, I first started, I, when I first practiced it, it took me about three and a half hours to do. Because I had, yeah, it took a, a long time to do. Because I was like, watch, uh, the, the girl that made my costume, she's done like makeup videos for it like, as well, of each of the cast, of the cats. And I was like looking for her rumple one, found it, and I was literally watching it and pausing it and then doing a bit on me, watching a bit again and then pausing it like you would have step by step. So it took three and a half hours to do. And then I was like, right, I'm going to have to do it myself now. So I think it then took about two and a half hours and then and then an hour and five minutes, the shortest. But this morning, being a bit groggy, a bit tired, like every cosplayer is on early Sunday morning, it took about an hour and 20 minutes, a little bit longer than normal. But I've got it down to about an hour to an hour and a half maximum. So you're just in the morning going like, God, I've got this morning. Yeah, it's the, in, the, in the morning putting this face paint on. It, it is, it's great once I'm in it and it's like, yep, done, fine, it's good. It's just the effort of having to get up to do it because it takes like an hour and you're like, right, I want to be starting it at this time. Okay, so I need to be up at least half an hour before to start of wake up and then get myself into the mind of, right, let's do this, let's go. But yeah, once I'm there, it's fine. Let's go, let's go. Is the cats the only cosplay you've done or what have you done other cosplays before? I've not done other cosplays. I have done other cosplays before, but not just this one. I've done Rumpel Teaser from Cats. I've done a female version of Santa Jack Skeleton from Nightmare Before Christmas. My, yeah, that was, that was one I did um, at WalesCon last year in December, my first one here. I've also done a closet cosplay of Princess Leia with the, with the space buns on the side of her head, the white version. I've done um, Columbia from Rocky Horror. I've also been... One of the one of the Star Wars characters from the um, from the comics, I think she's got a purple lightsaber. Okay. Female with red hair. I'm trying to think myself. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Any, anyone anyone who knows that listens to this, please let me know because I cannot remember. Um, what are the ones? I've You'll got? get some answers later. Be like, it was this. Yeah. Um, I have what other cosplays have I done? Oh, and I've also recently done. Um, I do Emma Swan from Once Upon a Time as well. She's my sort of like my backup and my casual cosplay. So the weather's a bit, pardon my French, shite. The weather's, the weather's a bit crap, then I, she, I will bring her along. And if the weather is a bit rainy, I will wear her. And I wore her yesterday, and it went down really well. I was going to say now because the weather today is, is not best. I mean, you probably would have it's, cold out, it's cold outside, yeah, but it's not as rainy as it was made out to be. So apparently it was meant to like absolutely throw it down, and obviously so far yet. Fingers crossed it hasn't done. So, yeah, exactly. Um, Kicking something that's not wood. Um, yeah. So it hasn't done yet, but yeah, she's like my backup cosplay, one of the my comfy ones to wear. Uh, I'm gonna put it in the spot now. Is what's been the what's been your proudest moment in your cosplay? Don't mean like a moment. I love that. Um, my proudest moment in a cosplay was literally probably today when Danny John Jules, who's Cat from Red Dwarf, he was also in Cat's the Musical in on stage, not the film version, but on stage version of it. He was playing. He played Corica Pratt, which is one of the other cats. And whilst they were on a break, he was like on the balcony in the other in the main hall, the big green one. He's like on the balcony, and I was like looking up at him, I'm like, hey, and he like, was cat posing together, like doing like the paws and the hand and feet. So that was just like, yeah. that was like that was my moment today. So yeah, today that was my moment so far, my good moment. Um, that's also kind of weird. It's a question. Um, have, you been, have you had any cosplay disasters? It's kind of been a fun one. Um. So far, no, not really, no. Um, only one. It was like a tiny one. 
And it was literally just where like the, a seam, when, when I did a cat's pose, like the, the seam on my unit sort of like came open a little bit and you can sort of like, you could see the hole in some of the photographs. It wasn't too close to where the oak it popped open, but that's about as bad as it's been. No major disaster. So you're kind of lucky. Um, has there ever been a cosplay you wanted to try? Oh, there's many cosplays. Like, there's many, many cosplays I want to try. But at the minute, I'm like, I have cosplays that I'm yet to finish or to sort of continue working on. I'm like, right, get the get the get the current ones finished that need to be finished that need to be upgraded. Get them done yeah. and completed, and then I can start on new ones because my list is like what as long as a piece of string. Yeah, yeah. There's like so many, and I'm like, many of them added to it and added to it. And I'm like, no, finish first, then start again. Yeah. <laughs> Every cosplay just got that list. Like, I want to do this character, I want to do this character, and then it's just like, oh, that was good, oh, that was good. And just in the middle, like, oh, God, yeah. 20 years later, still there. Are you planning any cosplays for, uh, I guess yeah, this year, but it'd be too late now, wouldn't it? Uh, any cosplays next year? Um, I'm currently putting together a Luna Lovegood cosplay. Her outfit from the fifth film when she's in the, for the Forbidden Forest with the purple cardigan on. I'm sort of like putting together like that sort of cosplay. I'm having the cardigan knitted for me, even though I've got one that's that's good to use. And I'm still looking like to find like the trousers for it. But I also want to do my next Luna cosplay that I want to do, an AK script working on after Christmas, will be her school uniform with the, the robes and everything. Okay. Uh, if a company asked you to cosplay a character, so let's say, a cosplay, the cat needs to we're going to promote this film or whatever, uh, what would you choose? You have to, you have to let you say one time the company and what would they choose? What would you choose? What, which company? Yeah, which company? Ooh. <laughs> Christ, that's put me on the spot a little. Um, go with the tip of, if it was, if it was cat, if it was the, um, the, um, the, the cat's company group or whatever, the can't remember what they're called. Um, obviously, the cosplay I would do for that would be cat would be Rumble Teaser because I have my own cosplay, and I'd just be like, if they asked me to do that, I'd be like, yes, just just take me now. I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'd be like, yeah. But if it was say for another musical or another stage show, um, if it was for a film, it would have to be Columbia from Rocky Horror because she's like she's like my other only other cosplay that's like film based as well as Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. But yeah. If anyone's listening and they want to start cosplaying, what advice would you actually give them? I would say cosplays for anyone. Be who you want to be. It doesn't matter um, your size, your shape, your race, whatever, your gender, whatever you go as. But yeah, it's literally for everyone. Enjoy it. You can spend as little as £5 or as much as five grand. It doesn't matter. You make it your own. If you want to make a character your own, do a version of a character, then go for it. Just do what you want to do and be comfortable in what you want to be in. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it'd be awesome to, and, and inspiring to listen to. So, uh, yeah, if the people want to try and find a Facebook page or something that you, you've got at all, or anything like that, an Instagram or anything like that. Yeah, um, my Instagram and my uh, Facebook page, it's um, Experiment 626 Cosplay, based on the fact that I, look, I like Stitch, he's my favourite Disney character, and obviously his, his experiment is 626. So, yeah, that's my cosplay and it's my Facebook and Instagram. All right, well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, enjoy your rest of your Wales Comic Con. Oh, I do have one more question, just didn't raise my hand. Um, have you had a chance to see anything else in Wales Comic Con, or has it just been, been walking around cosplay? Um, 
happy early this weekend because I've been like the last two and had photo ops. I've not really had photo ops this weekend. I've just wanted to walk around the con, see friends, enjoy it, just and then and be stopped for photos rather than having because the weather in December is quite cold and Wrexham is known for it being cold in in, yeah. in in winter. I just wanted to enjoy it and rather than standing outside in cold weather or wet weather in queues for God knows how many hours on end, <laughs> I'd rather just enjoy the con and walk around and pay for a selfie that might be the same price as a photo op where it's inside and it's warm you're not having to keep for ages. Same thing, I just had a photo off with uh, Shane Williams now from the rugby player and I just went, kind of giggled and went, oh my god, oh my god, but it's nice and warm and you know, I don't want to wait out in that queue for a while, so yeah. Exactly, yeah. Alright, well thank you again. Uh, that's the actually the end of it because I've just I've got all the questions to finish now, so thank you very much um, and that'll be the end. Thank you. I'd like to thank everybody for the time to be interviewed. I know that they were very busy at the conventions at the World Comic Con, so I'd like to take time to say thank you for being interviewed. If you want to be following them on their social medias, the best thing to do is if you want to follow the Red Square Studio, is do it through the Facebook and the Twitter, uh, Red Square Studios. If you want to follow the cosplayer, which is Experiment626, uh, again, it's either Facebook or uh, the cosplayer, it'll be Instagram. Uh, it'll be 626 and uh, on Instagram. So, let's get on with the news. So, first off, we'll start off with the uh, Sonic live-action movie, I think it is. Um, I can't... looks interesting. I can't say with you know, what I'm going to give an opinion on him because it's only literally maybe a 10-second trailer saying it's coming next year. So, I don't, I'm not going to say either or until I see something that's substan- substantial like say the Pikachu detective sort of thing because we get a glimpse of that and then it's like oh okay so we'll see we'll see when they get an actual proper trailer for it and see what the story is and all that jazz but it looks interesting I'll, let's see uh, next will be the animated Spider-Man uh, film which is uh, Spider-Man Enter the Multiverse now I'm really looking forward to this I don't know if I'll get a chance to see it. Um, money, I think, is an issue for me at the moment. So it will be a hit and miss. If not, I'm going to try and catch it on some services. <coughs> cough, cough. <coughs> but I will try and get to see it. It looks very cool. Uh, yeah, so that's something I will keep my eye on. Speaking of animated films or animated, um, Fruit Baskets is getting a second season I think it could be a second season I don't know because I haven't watched the original so I can't give you a definition but it's on my to-do list to watch someday <laughs> um, so yeah I will watch it and so the second season is coming out soon I think I don't know exactly the date when so yay going back to gaming news uh, Super Smash Bros Ultimate got released and I can say that it is a last to play because I have had, got a copy of it, uh, I've been putting in a good number of hours onto it, I haven't unlocked all the characters yet, uh, friends and have, and they are, because they found an export to it, which unlocks everything, not straight away, but they've done little tricks to unlock everything, so yeah, also they've kind of let everybody else play them at events, Speak when I... Uh, and I went to an event recently and one of the guys needed a loads of fighters so he came in early, plugged his switch in and then let everybody play switch on it and using his account to 
get everyone else to play Switch and then a new phone would come in. So, clever on that one. Well played. So, going back to the movie news, um, Venom 2 has been announced. Um, I don't know how well it did. I was going to go and see that, but um, just time and scheduling was a conflict between me and my friend who were going to go and see it film. We were going to go and see it, but we ended up going and seeing First Man instead with the intention of going and seeing Venom 2 afterwards, but obviously time and scheduling got in the way. So, I will go and, I don't know, we'll see what happens with the second one. I will try and get someone I know to give a brief review if things go well. So, with that said, we'll keep going on movie news because the Avengers 4 trailer dropped a few days ago and, um, yeah, I think it's a continuation if I'm prob- probably right in this one. Continuation from what happened in the third one, which I still haven't seen, I know. Come at me and have a look at it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I still will get around to it. It's just going to take a while. Sorry. But from my understanding is, Stark's in space, he's going to die, everyone's back on Earth, and half population's been wiped out. That's general, what i got understanding of it. Uh, yeah. So, of another films, we'll go to computer games, back to video games, which is this one really surprised me uh, they're doing a HD remake of Crash Team Racing now I have the HD remake of the original three Crash Bandicoot games I still love them even though one of the levels is frustrating as hell um, but I'm super excited about this because I originally thought it would be a case of like I did last time which is they would release it on the big console so Xbox and PlayStation first and then release it on PC and Switch in the next year, so we're talking 2020 now. No, they're not. They're releasing all three of them in one go for PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, and Switch, all in one go, all in very clean. Now, that's maybe even more excited by this because that is the game that is. When I was younger, that spent the most. I would spend the most time on that, just trying to beat my friends or beat my brother and getting a little bit faster time, you know, little bits here and there, just knock off a few hours of seconds. So yeah, super excited. Can't wait to try this on the Switch and get my ass handed to me by my friends, and then hand their ass back on other on other things. So yay! <laughs> Keeping with video games, um, Obsidian's been busy. Yeah. During the Video Gamers Awards, they dropped a game called Outer Worlds. Now, I don't know what to think of it. The best, I, the best interpretation I can come up with is if Fallout, Fallout in a No Man's Sky with a borderland sense of humour. That's what I wrote down here. So I'm thinking that's the way I'm probably going to interpret it and come it as. But it does look very fun. It looks very much Fallout-y. Seems to be the same guys who did Fallout New Vegas years ago. So. They know what they're doing, kind of. But, you know, let's let's see. Let's go with this and see what happens. Uh, Also, cool little side note is I found through a article in The Guardian is there is a manga, a manga, a manga expo in the British Museum between the 23rd and the 26th of August. Yeah, 23rd of May to the 26th of August 2019 in the British Museum in London. Now, if you are in London, that's cool because you can just go pop down to town and have a look. I might be in London for, during that time, so I might have a go and see. Look, have a look and see and see what's going on. Like I said, it's kind of time and money, so we'll see. But I would love to go down to London and go down to see it. Plus, go to a convention that's going on in London. That's a weekend. 
So, that's all the news. It's uh, end of 2018, so cool. So, now normally there'd be a list of the cons that are coming out in January. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to release that full article at the end of uh, December, like I normally do, and a list of releases that are coming out in January. Because this is just right in the middle, I am not going to. I'm going to just say, um, be a bit short and just say thank you very much. Um, thank you for making 2018 a unusual year, shall we say. It's been a bit of an ups and downs. I've had a hiccups here and there, missing February's edition. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened and thank you to everyone who took part to be interviewed. Um, you guys helped make this show, show, podcast thing that I'm doing a reality. So you kept it going by just l- lending me your time to be interviewed through if it was just through Skype or if it was talk person out person to person or if it was just a case of however I interviewed you. So everyone who was a part of this, I'd like to thank you all. And that even my computer likes to thank you at the same time. So yeah, I'd like to say thank you and I'll hope to see you all in January. With that said, the next edition will be on the January the 31st, 2019. Um, it won't be the end of this month. I'm taking a few weeks off for Christmas and New Year to enjoy with family. So I'll see you all in 2019.